Hey, Talk With Me listeners. This is Marsha Epstein in Lawrence, Kansas with Talk With Me and Jenny Washburn. Jenny Washburn, yay! Yay. Jenny and I have such delight in sharing ideas, experiences, stories, maybe some events you would go to, who knows, around that idea of doing good stuff for oneself, because that lets us be even better out in the world, as well as just feeling better. Both are good. Just being fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I and I'm gonna say I, I will in I will have on the Talk With Me page probably a bunch of um event things that we may touch on or may not. There's it's spring coming up and there's so much cool stuff going oh, yeah. on. And some of it's related to guests I've had on the show, some of it's just community stuff in, in this community in general. And and I encourage people to to pay attention and find some good stuff and do some things that maybe you didn't think you wanted to do. Hi. There is life beyond March Madness. <laughs> oh, but I love gay events. Oh, too. I do too. <laughs> I yeah, do too. We're in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> University of Kansas men's basketball is something that some of us become passionate about. I'll yes. just leave it there. <laughs> oh, and we've got, you know, Kansas or Kansas has four teams in the NCAA double NC. And uh and that's kind of exciting too. Yeah, yeah cool. Oh. So there's sports, Something there's life, everybody. there's art, there's always art. And I was, I, I want to give a shout out again to, oh my gosh, last week I was at the Raven Bookstore um, for a reading by Annette Billings, who is a magnificent person and writer and 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 reader of her writing. Yeah. Um, she brings that talent into her work. She can make fruit sound so erotic. <laughs> That's a side issue. And that and peaches. Listen to peaches on her. She the video from some other time uh, of hers reading that and you go, oh my gosh, how sensuous this fruit. Wow. Anyway, but but her new book, Just Shy of Stars, is a book that's very it's very different than that. Um it's actually more related to losing friends from cancer, mm. um, aging. And there's always this theme of you are a wonderful person um, in, in Annette's work. And Annette's, um, she, the reading uh, last week at the Raven was for introducing this book in Lawrence. Um, the book is actually dedicated to a poet friend who died very suddenly of cancer um, a year ago. Her death was a little less than a year ago, but the whole finding out cancer and dying a whole lot of living happened in between there, but not much time. Yeah. You know? And so the, the, the book is dedicated to Jessica Elise and in Annette's wonderful style, she said, you know, it's typical, it's traditional in times like this to have a moment of silence for the person who has died. But this is Jess, and instead we're going to have a moment of loudness, <laughs> and we did. I love that, and it was awesome, nice. and it was so the spirit. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, and yesterday was my first chance to actually finish reading the poems in that book, and they're, oh, they're so beautiful. So, so I'm saying that for a lot of things. You know, my my sort of theme of of the show, and in a lot of ways of my life, is that intersection of art and mental health. And, and there are so many times when we might read something or hear music or see a painting or a dance or a sculpture or whatever it is, a play, that, that really touches on our own personal experiences and yeah. maybe helps us process those in a healthier way, knowing that we're not alone. Exactly. We're not the only exactly. one. You know, and and I'm blabbing. I don't. I didn't. I, we don't script out the show. This is obvious, right? But I want to say for people who are who are in um, the Lawrence area, um, the show that I recorded earlier this week with David Reese Fisher, who is in a role that a lot of us don't know, called a dramaturg, which has to do with um, pl- uh, plays and theaters and research and informing the the cast and crew and and the ways that are appropriate for whatever the time and messaging is kind of being vague, but it's kind of hard to explain, but, but it's kind of a consultant helper with making 
the the messages really come through oh, okay. authenticity. Mm -hmm. Anyway, David and I did this great show um, talking about his work, what what that work is, his personal story, and this play that's coming up. And this is the part where if you're if you're close enough to Lawrence, this is one of those reminders how art created at whatever time, stories from whatever time period may have a lot to do with what's going on right now. Isn't that always interesting? Yeah, and and yeah. may help us process. This is not actually an old play, but this the time period it's set in is the 1950s. Um, the play is called Perfect Arrangement, and it's going to be produced or pro provided, uh, presented at, um, what word do you say? It's going to be at University Theater at KU, um, University of Kansas campus in Lawrence, in Murphy Hall. And the play Perfect Arrangement, the story is basically about two couples who work for, the men work for the State Department in the 1950s. Uh, and, you know, there's this searching for communists and searching for yes. gays. Uh -huh. And this one is about the gay um, experience in the 1950s in the State Department in the world and, and how that plays out. Um, Perfect Arrangement is the name of the play. There's one performance night the weekend uh, with March, Saturday, March 31st, which has the reason it's only one performance that weekend is because Friday is Passover and Sunday is oh, right. Easter. Easter. So yeah. they, they avoided that. So one performance on Saturday, the 31st, and then several performances the following weekend, that first full weekend in April. Um, it's about this issue of there are different words that I, I was looking at something they referred to the lavender scare. Um, but uh, it's also comedy included there. Oh, well, because if you don't laugh, you'll go crazy. Yeah. Right. And yeah. also part of David's role is that we'll have the experience of coming into Murphy Theater surrounded by things to sort of get us into the 1950s oh, interesting. as we approach the where we're going to sit mm -hmm. to, to watch this play. So there can be lots of levels of it being really cool and so relevant to yes. right now. Yes, unfortunately. So, yeah. We, so, we do live our history over and over yeah. sometimes. So perfect arrangement at University Theater. You can find out that you know, get ticket information. It's University Theater spelled T H E A T R E dot com. Um, it sounds like a blast. I mean, I'm I'm so ready to go to this play, and I don't go to a lot of plays. So it's like, yeah, I'm not a big play yeah, person, but, but when this one I, sounds I do cool. pick one, yeah, it's a, a doozy. And there we go. That's my my uh, big push for yes, something soon in Lawrence, Kansas. That's at the intersection of social justice and art and mental health and all kinds of goodness and laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out my notebook and writing that down. Yeah, Perfect cool. Arrangement. Perfect arrangement. Although I know it better. will be on the page too. When we yeah, release absolutely. This. Absolutely. So. And the show with David is on there too. Well, we'll be on there too. But yeah. Cool stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of things. I'm, we woke up to this gray day on March 16th, and at the same time, it's like, okay, I want to be excited and happy. I don't want to buy into gray. No, and it, and it's, I'm positive that it is going to burn, the clouds will burn off, uh -huh. because the weather says it's going to be sunny this afternoon, so... I'm going for that. And I'm our, hanging on to and that. our earth needs this moisture. Yeah, so they do. Yes, yes. In the Midwest. I know other parts of the country are overwhelmed, but. Daniel, Daniel was walking through the yard, uh, I think it was just yesterday, kicking up dust. So he decided to wow. water. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, too. it's yeah. crazy. Anyway, yeah. Um, good, good weather tomorrow for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Although I know this will probably air way after that. And we'll only have the memories. <laughs> For those who do remember, please <laughs> yeah. remember your St. Patrick's Day, whether you like it or not. Please please don't do anything that means you don't remember your St. Right. Patrick's Day. Public service, service announcement from Talk With Me. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's not my kind of holiday. <laughs> it's not. The drinking I do, I do. In, I do enjoy an adult beverage on St. Patrick's Day, I will admit. <laughs> Anne is fine. A couple is fine. It's the people who... Start oh, yes, it start at <laughs> yeah. o'clock in the morning yeah. and go until o'clock. Of course, you know that every everybody in Lawrence is going to be pacing themselves because the KU games that evening. So they'll be pacing themselves <laughs> so they can stay up and, and uh, I don't know the about KU pace. Game. There's a certain set of people that <laughs> Well, that's true. That's they just true. see it as preparation. 
Speaking as someone yeah. who lives near the KU football stadium and yes, that that's true. Yeah, out, like mm. oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> we do like our parties. <laughs> so I am going to ask you to talk about your new stuff, where you're working, that oh. kind of thing. And I want to give. I'm a blabbermouth today, but I have a dear friend who has been working. Her business is basically in the tech side of things. And she's been she'd been feeling really frustrated with that and limited because there's a there's this art part of her that wanted to come through. Yeah. And the art part of her has manifested in the recent time with creating these beautiful looking and scented soaps. And I'm not a person who spends a huge amount of stuff on products. I just admit that they are lovely. But what makes me happy is that she found this thing that she can do that she's getting positive support from people. That's people nice. think it's cool that mm-hmm. she's doing it. Yeah. Um, it's a kind of way of her using her creativity, mm-hmm. which is a huge thing for her feeling good. Mm-hmm. I know that your work is, is really personal to you. And you're in this cool yeah. space. So, so tell us a little bit, because you've got an event coming up. I do. Um, well, I don't. The, the, the space that yeah. I, I'm in now does. So I, I recently moved my business, which is Skincare by Jenny. I'm an esthetician to the Evening Shade Farms Soap House out on North 3rd Street, which if um, if you're in Lawrence, it's north of the Turnpike. It's at Pines Garden Center. Right. It's the house that used to have Pines family members living there. Yes. And now yes. it has this business. Yeah. Okay. And it's the first time there's a retail shop been in there. So Evening Shade Farms has been in business for over 40 years. And the woman that owns it now is Cynthia or Ludi, as we call her, that's her nickname, always has been, and um, she inherited the business from her mother about seven years ago, ten, seven to ten years ago, I'm not quite sure, and it's soaps made from essential oils, they're all organic, they have their own goats and milk the goats. <laughs> Goat milk base. Wow. Yes. Yes. And um, and then there's four bases for the soaps. But but anyway, they've been making these soaps for 40 years. And um they're lovely. And I am I am not a soap person. I don't like <laughs> stinky soaps. I don't want to smell like apple pie or sandalwood or anything like that. Okay, I fess up. I use a patchouli soap that I buy at the Merc oh, as a calming thing for me. Really? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> you haven't ever told me I stink. Come on. No, you don't. And it's interesting because I, I don't, I'm not a patchouli fan. You know, I would have made a very bad hippie in the 60s. I don't like sandalwood or patchouli or that. What is that one incense that everybody always burns? They all smelled alike. Yeah. Yeah. To me, they all smelled alike. But, um, but I have worn the same perfume since high school. Okay. Charlie. Okay. Remember Charlie Girl? And its base is patchouli. That's Most funny. perfumes base is patchouli. I didn't know that. Yes. And then they add floral tones or smoky tones and stuff on top. I don't know how I know that. Anyway. She just made it up. I did. I could have and you'd buy it. She told yes. the Canadians about the deficit. <laughs> don't tell him. It must laugh sometimes or we would explode. Yes, we would. <laughs> but this this place out there that I have happened to find is one of the most serene and calm and loving places I've ever been. Uh-huh. When I had my studio up at 23rd and Wakarusa and I had created who was in there and the decor and everything, and people would walk in the door, literally walk in the door and go, Oh, because it was, you know, I, I purposely created that. So people were uh-huh. comfortable and peaceful, but I rarely felt that because, uh-huh. and now I'm going into somebody else's place and I get to go in and go, Oh, as oh, do all my clients. I mean, wonderful. everybody loves it out there. And part of it is Ludie herself. We all love Ludie. We all have girl crushes on Ludie because uh-huh. she's just so, genuine and sweet and kind and 
her, her products are amazing. And um, she's so three years ago, a little over three years ago, she decided she didn't want to take the soaps to festivals and farmers markets and that all the time. She wanted to make it a little bit bigger so she could have a, a better living off of it. So she rebranded everything, um, completely changed the packaging, the marketing, the name. She developed a, an organic skincare line. She developed a pet um, line uh, um, and an a anti-bug line and a men's line. and. Actually, it's unisex, but anyway, that's another story. But it's she did all that, and then now she's in a couple of retail outlets. She's in a couple of Whole Foods, and she's in other retail outlets. But this is her first standalone mm-hmm. that she's done. So I get to move into this place, and I have this little room in the back, uh, mom and dad's old bedroom. <laughs> and it's just delightful. I love going to work. Mm-hmm. I I always do because I love what I do mm-hmm. and I get out of it as much as I am uh-huh. able to give to people. And so. what a great location. Like when you want to take a little break before after oh, work, you'll be able to wander yeah. to the garden store. Yes. Go ahead. Bring well, Daniel's mm-hmm. nice little plant that he can Well, do. he'll, you know, he's, he's all over that anyway, but. <laughs> But yeah, there's a little yard to the side and we can go sit out there. We can yeah. go sit on the front porch yeah. and greet people yeah. and drink our kombucha. She's even got me into kombucha. <laughs> Mommy, that's a miracle. <laughs> the other day, though, we had a chocolate beer. So, you know, it's just, it's it's that kind of a place. So nice. it's quite lovely. So they're having a final Friday, a final though, right? Friday yeah. grand opening. Mm-hmm. So on March 30th, I think it starts at four o'clock. Um, Ludi has lined up a couple of bands. We have Sally and the Hurts and Flint Gray. I, I've never heard either one of them, but she is a, also a, a music hound. So she always finds good music. And we're going to have some local artisans out there showing their wares. And of course, Ludi's skincare will be on, um, on, show and mad we're gonna have a food truck from the mad greek and it's friday march 30th the march 2018 final friday starting at four and there's a facebook event yes there is evening shade farms so people can find that yeah stuff always happens on fridays Fridays. oh i love final fridays in this town and spring you know the the winter time it cut i kind of hold up i didn't go to a i only went to a couple Uh uh-huh and now we'll we'll be out there every Friday, yeah. hitting the streets of Lawrence and looking at all the art. Okay, but so here's another um, kind of Lawrence events, so to speak. The Watkins Museum has this 1960s <gasps> exhibit. Have you been to it yet? I haven't. Been I yet. have not been to it. Okay, so on on March 21st, which is next Wednesday, um, in terms of when we're recording, March 21st, 2018. They are going to have um, a very well-known local painter, John Gary Brown, do a little bit of a tour of the exhibit. And then they're going to show this marijuana film. It's it's the Kansas Marijuana Raid or something like that. Um, that was part of a 60 Minutes episode. Uh, and so... <clears throat> and this, when was that? 1970? I think that's what it's. I think it was 1970. Yeah, and it's never been seen since that. Yeah, the the little note I have from Will Hickox at the Watkins is, I mean, that it was hard to be able to find it. It's not like something you can find on the internet. Yeah, they had to actually get a physical CD or whatever. That ought to be fascinating. Yeah. So this is exhibit, yeah, which is really interesting. It's Lawrence history, but it's national history as well. Oh, absolutely. And the exhibit last until sometime in June, but they have a variety of special events and, and this one coming up on Wednesday, the 21st sounds like yeah. really cool. And then I was like, well, I am actually facilitating family support group for NAMI on that night. So I can't be there. So I was oh. like, Will, is there going to be another time? And he said, yeah. yes, there's going to be another time. It's okay. Well, I, I think I may be working, which is also sad. <laughs> yeah. I may have to. Have to reschedule. But Lawrence history, we, we have a lot of amazing things that that 
represent what was going on in our country mm-hmm. that happened here in Lawrence. And mm-hmm. we don't necessarily know that. And for me, another part of this is to, to keep in mind that history is constantly changing in a lot of different ways. One in that what we consider history, you know, people might think, well, the Watkins Museum is only about the late 1800s. Well, that's, that's not, not true. Yeah, not you true. Know? Yeah. And if you haven't been into their one, yeah, it's, if you love old buildings, it's cool just to be able mm-hmm. to look at the building. Mm-hmm. But the the type of exhibits and different kinds of presenters, um, things that happen there are mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, it's it's a little hidden jewel in yeah. Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah. 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 People do think when they, well, when you go into any town and you see a historical museum, you think it's gonna be the original history of the town. Right. And oftentimes it is, but this one keeps up to date right. and goes right. into not so recent history. Yeah, history. lots of social issues. And then there are things that they do that are totally for fun to engage kids. Yes. You know, yeah. different, different, lots of different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So um, I encourage people to, to, you know, when you're doing your final, final Friday plannings or weekend events, you know, do some of these things that you don't always do and see what they're like. Yeah. You know, find the things. And then I, I'm also big on plugging, you know, and you're going to spend your dollars on certain things it is so true that how we spend our time and money shows what's really important to us. And local businesses, local things like the Watkins Museum, mm-hmm. and buy a card and a book there yeah, instead of yeah. going online to, you know, whatever cheap source you find, you know. It's it's really it's really a good thing that that everybody benefits from a long mm-hmm. time when we support local. Yep. Yeah. True that. Yeah. And local artists yeah. all the time. And there's the time. lots of different kinds of local art, mm-hmm. which is exciting to me. Really exciting to me. I, you know, I mentioned the play I mentioned in that book. There's all kinds of good stuff. And so, you know, pay pay attention, you know, whether it's, you know, cruising online, Lawrence.com has that events area. Mm-hmm. The, oh, that's always a Lawrence good place. Lawrence has stuff on it. You know, if you have a, a favorite venue, you know, if you're, kind of the uh, book stuff, you reading kind of stuff you want to learn more about. Check what's going on at the library and the Raven, things that they're promoting on their Facebook pages in particular, because sometimes those aren't always going to be on their websites. There's a lot more of really powerful voices being brought to Lawrence, Kansas. There's a lot of collaborating going on right now between the university and and yeah, I find that fascinating. I I love seeing that that yeah. there is more of that. Yeah, events, really cool events at Liberty Hall that are actually KU community sponsored. Yeah, you yeah. Know, as collaborations, very cool stuff. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about a lot of things. Well, and I will drag out an oldie but goodie. And although it doesn't happen until June, June 23rd is Mike Drop. They've announced it. Oh, I was thinking you were saying a person's name. You're not oh. saying a person's name. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mike as in microphone. Yes. Yeah. Mic okay. drop, which for... was for Willow, yeah. uh, which is our um, domestic, domestic violence. violence and um, survivor organization here in uh-huh. town. And they started it last year and I was honored to participate. Uh-huh. And I haven't decided whether I am or not this year, but I thought, I think I might. I have a whole new gig. So uh, June 23rd, put it on your calendars now because it's June and you got to, you know, work your vacation around that. <laughs> but if you're interested in participating as a contestant uh-huh. and the grand prize is $5,000, um, you can try out on May 5th. Cool. Don't know where yet follow them on facebook yeah follow it on facebook because it will be a hoot and holler Mm -hmm. so cool (laughs) that's very cool okay and i'm gonna i didn't expect to just be talking about events but i'm gonna say yet another one in the day in fact i can remember in 2013 very dear (laughs) kim murphy introduced me to a pair of women who were recording um, an, a little, um, blur, I don't know, they, they did a piece on KLWN at that time. Um, Kim was still doing shows at KLWN. She had me in that particular day. We were talking about some things about 
emotional well-being, suicide prevention, that kind of stuff. And she said, stick around. You need to meet these two gals. <laughs> stick around. And those two, those like two gals, um, Judy Coder and Jennifer Epps, at that time, they were performing oh, together oh. as as part, as members of this group called the Horse Crazy Cowgirl Band, which <laughs> is amazing and wonderful. And these days, these days, Judy and Jennifer are married, which is so Oh, how serious. fun. And their band is called Notable Accepts. Notable, okay, say it right, Notable Exceptions. And they are doing a house concert in Baldwin on Friday, April 6th. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I, I'll have information about that for people to find. They are wonderful human beings, talented musicians. They Yodeling is one of the talents they have, which isn't something <laughs> that you think, ah, ah. and I will tell you, you know, honoring one of our recently departed from, from the earth. Um, Lawrence community icons, Rod Ernst. One of the times when Judy and Jennifer <laughs> and one of their then bandmates, Norley, Laura Lee Northcott, were here in Lawrence, we were we recorded an episode of Talk With Me. We cruised around downtown. We were headed to Lady Bird Diner to eat something. We went into Ernst. And of course, they had to yodel for Rod. <laughs> And it's just such a blast. And then, you know, so they have this memory of being this in this old-timey uh, hardware yeah. store. Laura Lee brought, bought something. I can't remember what she bought that she was so excited to find there, you know? Because we can find anything. Yeah, and then we wandered up the street to Meg's beautiful Ladybird Diner. And I said, you know, here are these people. And, and so Judy and Jennifer played a song. Oh, how fun. Lady yeah, Bird. Lady Bird. Uh, you know, sort of, we, I wasn't singing for our meal, but it was singing. <laughs> you get some free meal time. time. <laughs> it was very cool. So these, these women are wonderful. Jennifer actually has and does periodically work as a real cowgirl. She's a horsewoman. Oh. And, and that cowgirl thing of people mm -hmm. on horseback her yeah, cows yeah. to move them from here to there. That's something she actually does. She has some degree like in engineering or something too, but they live in Washington state. They're going to be in this area for a while. And that was a long story of, of delight. You know, I, 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 everybody needs to hear them. And uh, that's Friday, April 6th, that they're going to be a fun. And that, there may be another event coming up because they're going to be in the area for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But that one's uh, yeah. Oh, that would be fun. They're good cool. times. Yeah. We all have good times. Yeah. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. The sun will it. shine again. <laughs> do it thing. Notice the green popping up among the yeah. moon outside and kind of let yourself do that too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, that was the topic this week. We had, I had both um, my goddess circle and soul salon back to back. And so the topics were, uh, Persephone is 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 coming back up from Hades, and things are blooming, starting to bloom. It will get warmer, and uh, tomorrow night, um, the seventeenth, is a full is a new moon, perfect time to set new intentions, let go of old. Okay. And then yesterday was the Ides of March, which typically, of course, we always think of uh, Caesar and and uh his murder but originally <laughs> i know yeah, well beware of the ides of march but originally the ides of march were was the day that you paid debt so you paid off your debts mm -hmm. so one of our topics besides blooming and what what things do you want to bloom in your life mm -hmm. and what new intentions do you want to set in the new moon what debt do you need to pay? Is it financial, emotional, spiritual? So that was those were interesting topics mm -hmm. that we we covered in the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. Lots of uh, lots of new ideas out there mm -hmm. uh, blooming because of it. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. And so part of the things that that sort of communication that happens when you get. Mm -hmm. a piece, like a set of people in a safe space, right? Mm -hmm. And that's yes. an important thing. Yes. Yeah. And and interestingly enough, of course, the, the goddess circle is a totally safe and secure place. It's small. It's private. 
um, and we we can go deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Soul Salon is in a public place, right? And even though it's it's a private room, yeah, it's not completely private because they still allow people to come in and sit at the bar. Uh-huh. And I'm always, I always wonder what in the world do they think we're about because yes. these women are not shy. And they will say whatever's on their mind. And, you know, a lot of things come out of there, too, that are that are quite personal. People share personal stories. And um, and so, yeah, but it's 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 secure. We don't go telling tales out of school or anything in terms of those people respecting respecting each other other and trusting each other Uh to accept each other as just as they are. And they're all very extremely powerful women. So a lot, a lot comes out of that and new ideas, new businesses. There were a couple of one of the exercises that we did uh, yesterday at soul salon was to write down on a piece of paper, um, your biggest dream, your dream and give it to the person next to you. And then that person will come back in a year and see if you've, where you are with that. Interesting. And, um, some, and then some people shared what they wanted to do mm-hmm. and what their new intention was and so on. And there were two or three new business ideas that came out of, cool. out of it. So that was exciting too. Yeah. I got I got stuck a little bit on the salon thing, and I have to share a story of family weirdness. <laughs> speaking of conversations in public places, so this happened many years ago, and in the interim, my father has died. But there was a point when um, the my brothers who and I basically all live in the Kansas City area, and my uh-huh. father lived in Southern California. And so for a variety of reasons, we were, we were needing to, you know, dad sending us the legal stuff. Like, well, when I die, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, what would you, what do you want to do about um, burial? Because um, my father and mother divorced when I was really young. My father had, who I assume was the love of his life. That sounds weird, not a diss to my mom, but his very long-term marriage mm-hmm. was to uh, a lovely woman from Canada um, who who died of cancer. Um, I don't. I'm going to say maybe ten years before Dad died. I, I don't remember exactly. And and she was buried in in Canada. My dad's family, his family of origin, was all get buried in a certain cemetery in the Kansas City area. Dad lived in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, he he actually had a third wife who um, had also died before him. Um, and so there was a burial, um, I don't know what you call it. Plot. Well, no, Mausoleum? the upright kind of thing where, you know, yeah. I Mausoleum. Guess it's so that mm-hmm. people are kind of. Yeah, sounds gross. they're in they're drawers. Kind of, yes, yeah, okay, that's drawers. what I was not saying, but thinking that's what it that's, is. That's what it is. It's so they, they had, they had so, so, you know, it's like, okay, so you live in Southern California. That's where Jane's, um, Jane's earned, and that's theoretically a space, you know, there's, there, you, you have a you space have a for space. you there. Uh-huh. You have a space for you in Canada with Margaret. <laughs> you have your family space in you Kansas go City. What do you want us to do? So we're going to have this conversation. Well, my dad decides we might as well eat dinner when we have this conversation. Of course. So he picks out this place in downtown Kansas City. And we're in this room (laughs) with people just eating their dinners, you know. (laughs) And we're talking about where's dad going to be buried. And dad's right here. This is so weird. (laughs) See, I think that this should be so normal. I think that's a normal conversation we all need to have. In public, by Yes, golly. in public. Encourage other families yeah. to do yes. it. Yes. My dad was not helpful at all. He's like, it's up to you guys. Uh, oh, don't put that all on us because yeah. you've got these different things and different people. You yeah. know, they're, they're a family in all three family of friends in Southern California. There's Margaret's family in Canada. You know, there's there's your family and early friends Network so, in Kansas City. Is your dad alive? No. no. Where did he end up? 
He's on somebody's shelf, isn't he? See, My, that's what happened. What was going to happen was he was his ashes were going. We were going to all the the siblings. We were going to go to Canada mm-hmm. um, and place the ashes with Margaret. That was the plan. And life interrupted. Mm-hmm. Always our does. sibling network kind of exploded. One of our brothers stopped wanting to talk to the others uh. of us. And the brother who had the ashes reminds me periodically that um, Peg, he was it. And dad <laughs> is in whatever container in a crown royal bag yes. on top of the uh, china cabinet in one of my brothers' yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. As long as we've done it. <laughs> Listeners, aren't you glad? These are true stories of real These life. These are true stories. I have to tell you about my dad and what we did with him. And I and I have to think that this is actually the perfect thing. But when my mom died, she wanted she wanted her ashes scattered over the farm. Uh-huh. And that is Listeners, that is illegal. You cannot do that. How weird is that? I know. You you cannot scatter ashes from an airplane. You can scatter. You can, you know, sprinkle them, but you cannot scatter from an airplane. Mm -hmm. And you also, you're not supposed to throw them in the ocean either. Right. You know, people do it all the time. But she wanted to be scattered over the farm. So dad had a friend that was a pilot and the pilot agreed to do that. So dad scattered her ashes and we were all happy about that. And then when my dad died, he said he wanted to do the same thing. Well, by that time, I didn't know any pilots well enough. And the one pilot that I did know wouldn't do it. He said, it's not legal. I can't do it. So the day after the funeral, we're all standing around the kitchen going, what are we going to do with dad? Mm-hmm. And my brother would come in from uh, California. My sister's in Kansas City. I'm here. He was married. Um, his wife was still li- living at the farm. And so <laughs> my brother said, well, we've got to do something. I'm leaving tomorrow and I went, we need to get it done before I go. I said, hey, we just had a, uh, a sale too. I said, do you still have that uh, little spreader that goes behind the lawn tractor? <laughs> out in the garage and Judy said yeah I said that's what we need to do we need to he in the last years of my dad's life his greatest joy was mowing his lawn uh-huh. he would get on the lawnmower with a, a big old hat that had some misogynistic saying on the front <laughs> and a six-pack of beer on the back and it was a big lawn it was uh-huh. a farm and it was a big lawn and he would mow his lawn all day long And so we got out the lawn tractor and my brother, who is a Mormon and does not drink, Uh put the six pack of beer on the back, popped a can, put the hat on and we loaded dad's ashes in the, in the spreader, in the fertilizer spreader. Uh And when we dumped it out, my father in the, in the war, in the Korean war had, um, hurt wounded his foot he'd been shot in the foot and he had a big he had pins in it and when we dumped out the ashes into the the screws fell out my brother said well that's what's wrong with what was wrong with dad he had a screw loose (laughs) exactly this is my family yes and we uh my dad also had a flagpole famous flagpole he always had a flag flying and uh which always had the flag flying with a light on it, which is legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, my brother drove the tractor around the flagpole while Judy sang the uh, Marine hymn. That's cool. And it was perfect. He got spread. He got, he, his ashes were spread on the farm. That's so yeah. there you go. And I saw, and then <laughs> they had two plots at the cemetery. My for my mom and my dad. Well, none of us want them, and they weren't going to use them. So I called the cemetery. I said, "What can we do with these? Can we sell them?" And he said, "Frankly, no one ever will ever buy somebody else's plot. It's very rare, and because they're generally with a family." 
He said, but would you consider donating them? And I said, absolutely. Which just, it gives me great joy to think that some stranger is laying next to my grandmother, who is the meanest woman in the world. (laughs) (laughs) But I am, I'm so happy that, you know. That's a huge thing though, because as we know, the cost of burial. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. And there are a lot of families, individuals that don't have the ability to spend that money. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. So spread ashes or yeah. keeping them on the shelf. Yeah. We have we have Daniel's mom on the shelf. <laughs> Instead of Elf on the shelf, we have Levita on the shelf. <laughs> I have my favorite kitty in a wooden box on oh. the mantle. <laughs> See? Yeah, I do. <laughs> People don't usually like what's that? This was his and all those <laughs> oh, little things smoking. I have around have you know there there's some reason that they're yeah here, you know like, I have a yeah, friend who's uh, bought she bought a uh, camper she retired bought a camper finally and is now traveling for the next six months and she started down in Texas and she's taken her son who was murdered four years ago oh, with her yeah. and is spreading his ashes. In all the national parks, I don't think that's legal either. No, it's but, not. But, but like what? <laughs> who I don't knows? Know why? Who would know? Right. What? I mean, yeah. you have campfires. You yeah. Stuff. Exactly. I mean, it's like exactly yeah. the desert. And so, <laughs> listeners who are thinking they've gone off the deep end, we have gone off the deep end a little bit, but it's funny. It's. <laughs> And I was going to say, it's real life. You know, I, mean, I have real this conversation life. all the time that, you know, somebody will say, I'm so worried about, you know, what I'm going to do after my dad dies. And it's like, you're going to die. Your dad's going to die. Yeah. The natural order, so to speak, is you're going to outlive your dad. That may not happen. But instead of spending a lot of time wrapped up in thoughts about feeling really anxious about what are you going to do when yeah. your dad dies. Do something with your dad now. Yeah, exactly. Take <laughs> right out to dinner and talk I mean, about it. With, you know I mean? <laughs> Do something with there that love. This in, very, in now we're, time. we're very uncomfortable about death. We're very uncomfortable about the process of dying yeah. and what to do afterwards. Yeah. And, and, you know, our generation is looking at funerals and um, celebrations of life uh, completely differently than than they did in our parents Mm -hmm. time and i can't you know i mean everybody wants to do something different and they should and Mm -hmm. of course everybody says oh i don't care i'll be gone you can do whatever you want i personally i have mine arranged and planned out to the good for you i have the songs i want yeah i just Again, I want kind of a party, mm-hmm. but I want the so- certain songs done. Mm-hmm. For instance, my my recessional will be Fat Bottom Girls Make the Rockin' World Go Round. <laughs> and That's somewhere great. in there, I want him to play Another One Bites the Dust. Uh, so, there you go. So when my daughter and I went to see Queen this year, when they played those songs, I said, That's it. That's it. That's the song. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's cool. And that's very generous of you to leave your loved ones with that. I know what, what I would yeah. like. You have this guidance yeah. from me. Yeah. Yeah. Most of, I mean, I will say I haven't, I haven't gotten that far. I talk about it a lot, you know, think about it a lot, like want to be open about it, but I haven't, you know, I haven't Write said it down. I, yeah, I have, I have a certain kinds of things I've written down, but not, not enough. Yeah. And then making sure that somebody knows where it's written down. That's another thing, yeah. So after it's all over and they're going through papers and go, oh, this is what she wanted. Whoops. And and related to that is there's this, like this conversation I remember having with two dear girlfriends, one who lives in Seattle and one who lives in Charleston. And here I am in Lawrence, Kansas. And I think it was my friend who, Sue, who said, you know, we need to make sure that we leave information about who we want to be notified if we get really ill or when we die. Yeah, that's true too. So that, you know, we would each be included in that mm-hmm. for each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's, that's important too, especially as we live lives so far apart uh-huh. now from many friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want somebody calling, trying to call two years later and go, Oh, I had, I had no idea. Yeah. 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 Well, all kinds of lists. You know, you can actually go when you 
I've done. There's an app for that, right? There, there, there probably is an app for it. I actually went to the funeral home and got the documents and stuff. Good for you. And there, there are there are pre pre planning arrangements, yeah. and they tell you about yeah. things yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and if it's a good funeral home, my mental health kicks in. Yes. Um, then, then they want to talk to you a little bit about what prompted you to do this, mm-hmm. get this information right now. Mm-hmm. I remember back, it's, it was years ago, but when um, in some national, I mean, excuse me, statewide work in suicide prevention in Kansas, we realized there was a community, not only had they had several men of a certain age group that basically had been through school together who died of suicide, but they could identify that these guys would come in for pre-planning. Stuff really and make arrangements shortly before they killed themselves and that was one of those big reminders that this is an opportunity to find out how people are and if indeed this is some mental health crisis if that would be the case you know interesting i had no i would never to, have thought of that yeah i'm assuming our our uh, funeral homes counseled in this well, you have to keep in mind that people who have degrees in divinity and different kinds of mental right, health they would. aren't required to have any True. training in Trust. assessing yeah. this yeah. and screening and yeah. suicide prevention. So no, they aren't they aren't as a as a profession. Whether it was whether it was again, people in faith communities, mm-hmm. people in funeral kinds of services, people in mental health services, yeah. physicians. Nobody's yeah. at yeah, this point na- nationally required by their professional organization to have any training. So wow. there you go. Wow. So keep, keep we need to, to remember lots of things, which does relate back to in a different way. At the end of April, April 24th, those of us who are registered voters in Douglas County are going to get a mail ballot. that's going to basically say, do you want to increase the sales tax by half a percent in order to fund some expansions of the jail and mental health and substance abuse treatment, yeah. you know, and so oh, that's um, a complicated issue. It is in terms of how the ballot is worded, what you know, what is going to happen. So now is one of those times when we say, get out and learn things. Mm-hmm. If you're, a, you know, I, I had a conversation, a different issue. God, I'm so serious right now, but <laughs> um, with a legislator who, had, who was very well intentioned in wanting to create. Um, some kind of a safeguard for for people being screened related to suicide risk when they go into inpatient treatment for mental health right. or for substance abuse. But his assumption was everybody in those systems knows how to reduce suicide risk. Oh, so once they yeah. got flagged, then then all the support was there. Uh-huh. But it's like, no, no that don't. isn't the case. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot of work to do. The biggest starting point is we need to be kind to each yes. other. And then it comes yes. really, we need to listen to each other, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we need to say, you know, I'm feeling concerned about, you, you don't seem like yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. or you've been through this thing. And I know sometimes when people have that experience, they feel so overwhelmed. They're not even sure they want to live anymore. Is right. that you? Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we can show simple kindness. And that doesn't fix everything, but we need culture shift. Yes. <laughs> and kindness yes. is part of it. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I, you know, I have a big eyeball on my daughter because of her dad committing suicide mm-hmm. or sister having a baby and kind of shutting her out. You know, mm-hmm. she's had a lot of loss lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I told her the other day, I said, big mom is watching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just... I'm going to, um, every once in a while, I'm going to say, you ready for counseling? Uh-huh. But, you know. Yeah. She's in the profession, too. So, yeah. you know, when you're in the profession, you think you know it all. Hopefully it's you different. don't think that. I would tell well, you when, you know, it, it, I, yeah, I saw a counselor when something really horrible happened. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can't, I, I need yeah. somebody to, uh-huh. you know, I have great friends, but I need somebody else to just. Well, because even help. if you do know, even if you do know the tools, yeah, it doesn't mean you can apply it to yourself. Right, right. You have yeah. to have help yeah. with that sometimes. Yeah. So, so being comfortable reaching out for help as well as giving help. Mm-hmm. There was a great meme that I found that was basically about that, and I'm trying to think it, if it was 
who it was who, who said it, but it was basically saying, if you're not comfortable receiving support as well as giving it, then you are judgmental about those people who use support. No. It's true. Yeah. So be kind. Know it's good to be kind. Know it's good to listen to people. Know that everybody has hard times sometimes. Everybody has we, stuff. Yeah, and we need help sometimes. Yeah. And so that when that becomes the norm that, you know, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to give help. Um, then we have an opening to do a exactly. lot more. Asking for help sometimes is so, you know, there's so much baggage attached yeah. to that. It's, it can be really difficult. But yeah. boy, when you do, do worlds just opened up. Yeah. Yeah. And and this gets back to me to this whole thing of, you know, what does art do? What do what what does mm -hmm. communication do? Mm -hmm. Art is a kind of communication. You know, the circles that you participate in, the salon mm -hmm. that you host, those things in, encourage communication. Yes. And interaction on a on a real level, mm -hmm. you know, not a superficial level. Right. And and art sometimes is a way that we listen to things that we didn't expect to, you know, we hear things. We learn, it's not just me. Yeah. This thing is about what I've been through. Mm -hmm. Wow. And maybe, maybe I'll get through it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Music is the same music slash art. Yeah. Same thing to me. Yeah. 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 So lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going back to mic drop for women? Yes. Yeah. Lip sync. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the way to to do that performance piece for a very good cause, as well as have an opportunity to maybe be the winner um, and have a cash prize award. Yeah. It's, it's good in all kinds of ways. Mm -hmm. And that it makes money for Willow and yeah. all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. So I'm all about that. Yeah. Good cool stuff, stuff going on. We, yeah. we do. We do. We do have fun. We have fun finding fun things. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. the, the search for fun things are is uh, is always interesting to me. Yeah, I love to. I'll I'll have people uh, post things on Facebook and they'll say something about, well, let's do this and this and this, and I'll say, put make an event so I can put it on my calendar because otherwise <laughs> it's not going to get there. I'm going to forget about it if I don't write it down immediately. Wait a minute, but you have happen. your lovely book here. I do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my fashion planner. <laughs> I'm actually using it more and more than I thought I would uh -huh. for things, but and it seems to be quite full lately. You mean like quite you're full. putting lots of things on it? Yes. And yes. Then do you work-wise and play-wise? So then do you lovely. do you have to make some decisions? Like I can't do every day. All of these okay. every day. Yeah. What helps yeah. you make those decisions? Fun. <laughs> That's my primary thing. Is it going to be fun? I mean, really, I mean, that's that's what I'm going to choose over anything. That's a good thing. Yeah. Now, it's interesting for because for St. Patrick's Day, I have a, I have this grandson who I, I worship and I haven't seen him. <laughs> that's before. how kids should be treated. Now. Yes, they yes. should be. And, and he's delightful as are most grandkids, I suppose. Um he and I haven't seen him for a couple of weeks, and I try to see him every other week. And um, so I haven't seen him for maybe three weeks. So this Saturday would be a month, and it's also St. Patrick's Day, and I always have plans with friends. And I gave those up for him because that's that's more fun for me now uh -huh. than it was four years ago uh -huh. before he was born. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, it's just the priority right. of fun. And speaking of things for your calendar and your grandson, in case this is not already on your calendar, <laughs> Deja, Brooks. Deja Brooks reading <laughs> rainbow at yeah. Lawrence public library. The next one is, is Sunday, April 15th. Oh, and that, it. yeah. Sunday, April 15th. Deja and I and I put a little little plug oh. on the page like Deja. It's National Poetry Month. It'd be so cool to include maybe Poems. some Shel Silverstein. There's a delightful little book that is called The Poem That Heals a Fish. There's all this. There's uh, anyway. Do you know I, what time? 
Um, I will look is at my little cheat sheet. Afternoon? It's, Sometimes it's afternoon. Well, the Sunday, it? yeah, because Sunday the library doesn't open until oh, noon that's on right. a regular time. Yeah. So let me see. 3.30 at the Lawrence Public Library on Sunday, April 15th. Okay, so here's your day on the 15th. You're going to go to the 100 Good Women Clothing Exchange. Oh, there you go. Which is from 1 to 3. Perfect. And then you're just going to pick up your kids because you can't take kids to the clothing exchange. You're going to pick up your kid and go down to the library and listen to uh, Deja. Great idea. Yeah. Great idea. So that'd be fun. Yes. And and that is such a wonderful event. I, I got to go to the one that was, was it in? It was before transformation. So it was in January. Was, uh -huh. Yeah. And it was it was great to see Deja interact with those kiddos. Oh, he <laughs> he has good time with it. He really does. <laughs> and he wears the most amazing costumes yeah. for it. They're very it's they're very, very um, you know because usually when he performs, his costumes are very sultry, and when he does the reading rainbow, he dresses like grandma or mom or I would something. Say this it's one was, was kind of a little bit a little bit um like going back to perfect arrangement a little bit 50 ish house yes 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 that kind uh -huh. of, you know she, yeah. she was very dressed up <laughs> nice stockings lovely dress bit you know lovely hair you know very very fancy lady is um, we want fancy to lady yes. yeah yeah she's a very fancy lady and and the kids had a blast. And there were little little ones, and there were bigger ones, and they were kind of that's amazing. Kind of mm, kids who really wanted to be the star of the show. And oh yes. and yes. she had to handle that, and it was it was great fun. And and parents and grandparents, you know, it was, yeah, it was really cool. There was one family. I love being at things, and maybe maybe now more than ever that that we have uh, our older son and daughter in law uh -huh. have a two year old son. So we have a grandson. And so I noticed the sometimes you can sometimes you can just see not even only by the way people interact, but it's it's prompted by that. And then sometimes you see how people look that that this is like three generations of a family. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Just guessing by by the age yes. spread, you know. And talking I was talking to one other woman and she was the grandmother of the of the in the three generations of this particular family. And she was saying that she had never, she'd never um, been to here uh, at a Deja's reading ring. Uh -huh. But she loves Deja's performances. And she goes <laughs> to one of the all the time, you know. <laughs> and that's perfect. Oh, that's that's perfect. Great. She's probably the one that dragged the rest of them there. It's like, yeah. You must do this. Thing. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. You call your kid because your kid's too busy being a mom yeah. or a dad yeah. to figure out what to do half the time yeah. with the kiddo. So, uh, yeah, I'll call Megan and I'll say, let's bring August to the parade or let's go see this. And uh -huh. and and I'm always trying to get him to deja, but I always work in the afternoon, so I can never uh, go. On Sunday afternoon. Yeah, uh, but uh, but I'm going to encourage her to come, yeah. come down anyway. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Yeah. So, you guys can have dinner afterwards. That's right. Thank you for saying that. That's yeah. perfect. And you've got your whole day. You've got clothing, I've got and, clothing work, and work. And they can and... be at the re reading and then. And then I can together. Go, maybe maybe we can talk Deja into coming out to dinner with us. Yeah, <laughs> she's not too busy. Oh too yeah, busy. but the clothing exchange is that day from one to three out at Crown Toyota again, and it's uh, for those of the, those listeners that don't know about the One Hundred Good with Women Clothing Exchange. You donate your gently used clothing. Um, women's and men's, no children's. Is there kind of a reminder to people that you're looking for like recent styles? I mean, no, not, not uh, just recent, but I mean, quality. I mean, I guess well, I'm not quite sure what you, you say. Want, about that. You it's want, not like giving away stuff that really should have gone into the dumpster. Right, right. It's gently used and stuff that you would get. Stuff that you would give to your best friend uh -huh. if your best friend That's wanted great, your old clothes. That's a great idea. Yeah. And, um, so you donate the clothes that day. They can't take them ahead of time. So at one o'clock, you take out all your clothes. That's really smart. It is. <laughs> yes. They hang it all up. We fill up. This, so you bring it on hangers. Uh, ideally. Preferably, yes. Yes. Because the hangers became the bane of my existence that day. I wrangle hangers. That's mm -hmm. my job. And 
no wire hangers. <laughs> oh, okay. oh my God, they make me crazy. But anyway, you you donate your clothes and then you get to shop uh-huh. because you get to shop for all the other clothes. It's like a potluck and um, everything's a dollar. And then we have wine and chocolate and a little cheese because you need protein. And <laughs> I'm so about protein. I was like, not a meal unless it has protein. Exactly. I'm just telling you. Exactly. No, a bagel is not a meal. No, no. So put a little locks on that. Um, but it is one of the most fun events of the year, right up there with transformations and mic drop. And wow, yeah, it's and it's they're a big all deal. for wonderful causes. So it is those are your favorite things. And they they do now keep the money because they need to keep the money to go keep going uh-huh. so that they can provide services for uh-huh. other people. Cool. So it's, very, it's well, very when you fun. say they keep the money, they keep it so they can give it away. Right. Yeah, they, do. they keep it and give it away. There's nobody gets paid in 100 right. good women. Yeah. It's all volunteer. Cool but, and also what I like is at the end of it, all the leftover clothing, and there is a lot, uh, half of it goes to penthouse and half of it goes to social service league. So very it's also cool. given away afterwards. So listeners, you have spent another hour with us. We've had Already. a blast. We've talked, we've laughed. We've talked about death. We've <laughs> We've laughed while we talked about death. That's right. We've talked about <laughs> cool events. And and a lot of this is about communicate in real ways. Listen mm-hmm. well. Be kind to yourself and others. To yourself and others. Yes. yes. Important. Thanks. And so long.